One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey Lauren, what do you think uh, uh, today's episode should be about? I'm not sure I want to participate in this question. I think we're going to be talking body. Body dysmorphia. You see what I did there? Oh, so wow. Body. You got a perfect one, so put it on. Yeah, but that's weird. There you go. That's weird. That would have been better. That would have been better. It's Mental Health Awareness Month, and we're talking body dysmorphia. Boom, Metro done. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about that. Neuro Nerds. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds, Lauren El Manzano. That was a very strange intro. It's I yeah. went somewhere and, you know, I, do no, I regret you, going there? You didn't really no. go anywhere. No, no, no. no. It just I, I started to go somewhere and then you were like, yeah, but there's more lyrics to that. And then I realized, yeah, it's a really awkward intro. But you know what? We're here. We're here on this. He, you picked you picked like the one awkward body song. There's Body is a Wonderland. Like oh, that yeah. would have been a good one too. But that that's was all, low that's also, hanging fruit. It's also a little. It's a little sensual. You know what I mean? Like it's a little. It's, talking and body, a little sexy. Talking body's not true. But like, cause get it? Like we're talking body dysmorphia, and then you know your body is a wonderland of dysmorphia that would have been weird that would have been strange somehow that would have been weirder than what i did <laughs> and granted it's very strange so yes today lauren el manzato we're going to talk a little bit about uh, body dysmorphia you know which is a thing that was brought up in a few of my little like little um you know stroke survivor gatherings there's been a few women and one dude who's like oh yeah i suffer from body dysmorphia after my brain injury not necessarily before a couple it's like yeah it just enhanced what they were feeling you know, so this is a, a good subject, especially because this is also Mental Health Awareness Month. And this is something that goes along with mental health. Yes. And um, for a lot of people, body dysmorphia doesn't necessarily get to the point of like some sort of diagnosis um, because it is a diagnosable mental disorder, I would say, um, when it gets to like that level. Right. 
Um, but people from now and again, from survivors to normies and muggles, mm-hmm. everyone suffers some sort of uh, body image issue. Um, but body dysmorphia as a thing is a little bit more than just having a body image issue. Um, I, I pulled up a couple definitions for you guys. Um, the first one's from the Mayo Clinic. Again, I tried to use reputable sources, y'all, not WebMD. You didn't go to, you didn't go to Reddit? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> so this is from the Mayo Clinic. Um, and the Mayo Clinic says that body dysmorphic disorder is a mental health disorder in which you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived defects, defects or flaws in your appearance, a flaw that appears minor or can't be seen by others. But sometimes you feel so embarrassed, ashamed, and anxious that you may avoid many social situations. Right. So, um, again, that is, according to the Mayo Clinic, like their definition. Um, and in general, like, it, again, if you have an unseen injury or an unseen mm-hmm. disability like us, people might be like, well, what do you mean you have body dysmorphia? Like, that's not a thing. Um, I wanted to also read you something from the... Uh, from Hopkins Medicine, um, from John uh, Johns Hopkins. Uh, Johns Hopkins. I always think it's John Hopkins, but it's Johns Hopkins University. Why they got? Why, why does Johns not have a like an apostrophe? Um, <laughs> yeah, so, right. Step up your game, university. Yeah. So what they say is if you have body dysmorphic disorder, you may be so upset about the appearance of your body that it gets in the way of your ability to live normally. I like that more in a definition um, than just like avoiding social situations because it affects the way you live. Um, Because it says here, many of us have what we think are flaws in our appearance, but if you have body dysmorphic disorder, your reaction to this flaw may become overwhelming. You may find that negative thoughts about your body are hard to control. You may even spend hours each day worrying about how you look. Your thinking can become so negative and persistent, you may think about suicide at times. Again, that's in the extreme. Just like anything else, there is spectrums Mm-hmm. of the intensity but yeah that's that's where it's beyond like oh i have a body image issue or you know i don't like the way i look um when it gets to the mental health disorder level that's when it becomes dangerous or to that ex- it can be to that extreme right yeah that's that's a that's a lot um there was mm-hmm. a, one friend in particular she she lives overseas i won't be naming any names at all and she's apparently suffered from body dysmorphia her entire life and it mm-hmm. really affected her right before her stroke and I kind of think she had a hemorrhagic stroke like like myself I kind of think that led into it with the amount of stress that she put on herself by just leaving the house so she's been a lot more um, open about it she posts pictures of before and after she talks about like how she views herself mm-hmm. and you know no matter what you say in return here's, here's the thing you want to say oh you're crazy which is by the way don't say that don't ever, ever. say that to somebody who has that you know mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, I felt really huge. I feel hideous. I feel this. I feel that. And you can't say, yeah, but you're, look, you look fine. Oh my God. You're so beautiful. You're so, the reality is, you know, she is, she's gorgeous, but in her mind, how she views herself is completely different than what everybody else sees. That's what body dysmorphia kind of is, you know, in her own mind, she's something else. Right. And just to be clear, guys, we are not diagnosing anyone's causes 
of what your brain injury may have come from. Just putting that out there. We're not diagnosing and we're right. not doctors. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm an expert at having a stroke myself. Lauren's an expert at having a concussion that she had. But that's it. Whatever happened to you guys? You know, we, we just speak from our personal experiences. And she actually uh, was diagnosed with body dysmorphic syndrome. Disorder. Is that what it is? Disorder. Disorder. Um, it might and, be you know, called syndrome in other countries, but in the U.S. at least, it's body dysmorphic disorder, BDD. It's actually really inspiring to see her take charge. At least she's trying. She's desperately trying to get a hold of it because she understands how, you know, like we both understand how close we came to like not being here. And you kind of want to take life by the horns and I want to live. And it's really difficult to do when you have this thing in your head that only you see and feel, you know, so it's really inspiring to see her like really fight hard to try to get past that but um mm-hmm. i think one thing that yeah we can't do is just call people crazy like we can it's just kind of a dick <laughs> thing to do <laughs> no especially actually guys crazy is a clinical term that is actually a diagnosing term in the medical and psychological field so actually no we should not be using the word crazy yeah, we're um, not doctors no, we are not, or else we'd get paid a lot more money. Yeah, that's all. true. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very true. Yeah. I, I want to say maybe for a little bit, I had a little body dysmorphia after, actually, you know what? I 100% did in a weird way. I say weird well, for, for me. What I was going to say is body dysmorphia doesn't always have to do with your size and weight. It right. can be anything. It could be like the shape of your nose. Uh, it could be a scar, which I think a lot of people who've had a surgery that's where it can come into play or like cystic acne, like that, that kind of stuff. So Joe, yeah. I have a feeling I know where yours is going. So yeah. go ahead. Yeah. My, mine a hundred percent was my scar, my, my Harry Potter scar, which is the smallest, what is about an inch? Maybe this little scar mm-hmm. that I have in my head where they put a shunt in to, you know, remove the excess blood from my brain. And to me, it is just the biggest do you remember the 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 dude from of course you remember from lord of the rings <laughs> which one the, the 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 battle of helms deep and he's like yes. the boss guy and he like they threw the giant rock and he didn't move until the last second um that's not helms deep that was the battle of pelinar fields at minas Tirith <laughs> oh, in Jesus return Christ. of the king movie three he was the pink orc guy guy. (laughs) yeah movie three you know how he was like all kind of like a little deformed in the face Mm -hmm. he was like really he also had a a misformed hand yeah he did he did that's what honestly and i really mean this that's what i kind of felt like i looked like i felt like i looked like a deformed orc it it was so i would look in the mirror and that's what you looked like before the stroke so you can't yeah i mean (laughs) if anything scar it improved the fuck out of my looks (laughs) it's funny because like that's what i every time i would look in the mirror i would just see this fuck wow wow Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. here come the emotions dude i didn't realize that was a thing yeah that really affected me i didn't realize that i would look in the mirror and yes that's weird god lauren that's weird Thanks to our sponsor, Avid Technology, for providing us with the tools, or should I say pro tools, to record, edit, and mix our podcast and get our message out clearly to the world. Try Avid first to start recording today for free at avid.com slash pro dash tools. Yay. Yay. Guys, you were here with a live epiphany on the Neuro Nerds today. (laughs) I I, I I didn't realize that it affected me like that. Yeah, I looked in the mirror and I literally would see this creature. And mm-hmm. it was a combination of 
I'm like deformed now. Cause that's what I felt. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was deformed on the, on top of the fact that it was a constant reminder of like, wow, you almost fucking died. Mm-hmm. Like you, you almost died. And it was just this huge thing that nobody else saw. Everybody else saw mm-hmm. this tiny little scar that, and I can't tell you how many times people like literally squinted and like, wait, I don't even see anything that happened all the time. But to me, I'm like, are you crazy? Like, are you crazy? <laughs> What's wrong with you that you don't mm-hmm. see this thing that has literally deformed me, you know? And the panic I had. Yeah. Fuck. The panic I had leaving the house without a hat. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want people to see how deformed I was. Wow. That's really weird. Oh, man. I didn't know that this was going to give me feels. But obviously, Lauren, I fucking cry all the time. <laughs> Shit. Just a thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no. This is this is like a this is this is an interesting. Uh, um, Wow. Yeah. This is just, just, just the thing that probably I would normally process through like therapy, but like I don't do therapy. So who knew my podcast is a uh, therapy. Am I Guys, this? <laughs> we are not a substitute for therapy. I love therapy. Please consider seeking a professional's help. For sure. We are we, here we, to support and love you and bring up topics, but we are not a substitute because no, no, no. I am and not a I doctor feel, and I am not making that money. I feel very threatened because Lauren is literally <laughs> oh, yeah. waving a weapon at me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Guys, you can't see this, but I have the really cool, pretty, uh, what are they called? Uh, I think it's a kunai. Kunai knife. Is that what it is? Yeah, it looks like a Naruto knife or like an anime knife. It's pink it's, it, too, guys. It, it is my favorite color. And if you guys have seen a Mortal Kombat, which you should, it's what Scorpion uses to like murder a bunch of people. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's wild. Wow, that was a really weird realization for myself, Lauren. All right, your turn. <laughs> no, so one, that's let's before we get into Lauren, um, but staying on the subject of strokes, think about it when you know, if you have a dramatic change, right, and tie dramatic with traumatic, um, I just think about, um, you know, our fellow neuro nerds that are stroke survivors who have left side neglect, who have yeah. drooping features, who have, you know, Joe, think about your, your shaking hand, yeah. um, right? Fuck, I hate that. And then, like, for, and I know it, I know you, and I know for you, it's very, it's not even dramatic. It's traumatic for you. It even is. I'm already now. starting to cry, Lauren. I know. I love you. It's okay. I'll talk soon so you don't have to talk. But for you, you know, for us, maybe we see it as a fine tremor, like barely noticeable. But I know for you, it, it feels like oh. the Richter scale, right? Like it's just going up and down and like it's flinging things everywhere. But and saying like, no, it's not that bad. Like we don't see that. That doesn't help you. No, that doesn't no, go. It, that does not pierce the din of chaos in the brain yeah, it, it, it almost um it, it almost makes it worse because it, it's it, then you jump into the the, the self you, are, are you am i crazy you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it, like why am i feeling that everybody is saying this are all of them crazy is it me it's it's this weird thing um and it's, in your it's, case and, joe it is you no <laughs> yeah, for, for, no 100 <laughs> well what's funny is like i know when it happens and i kind of know like when it's gonna happen it's when i do a lot of fine motor stuff Mm-hmm. Then I, I'm like, and I try to process and I try to prep myself. Like, you're gonna be a little clumsy over the next couple of days. You might drop a few things. I broke one of our bowls. Mm-hmm. The other, Jesus Christ, I'm gonna fucking cry again. It's okay. People, people need to hear this. I know it's so dumb, like, Lord. It's so fucking dumb. It's just a bowl. It'll be good. It just broke, get it out. It broke my heart. Of course because, it did. And I know it sounds stupid. It's a fucking bowl. 
It's not stupid. It, it was like a whole set and like, you know, it was like a nice set. And like, I really liked it. It was like, it was just dumb. It was just a bowl. And I, the last thing I wanted to do is to have this thing ruined by me. And I just feel like I fucking ruined it. And then. Did you, do you hear the word you're using? You're using the word ruin. Yeah. That's, that's what I, I, I felt like I, I just destroyed this thing. And then I'm like, what? I can't even, I can't even pick up a fucking bowl. Like I can't even pick, I can't hold a it's not even one of the big ones it was like the little tiny ice cream ones Mm -hmm. i I can't even hold that in my hand like what's wrong with me and i just go back to like is this ever gonna end Mm -hmm. it's frustrating and of course i I know all the reasons you know Mm -hmm. i exhausted all the little muscles like i get it you know and and my hand's tired and yeah i had a stroke (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. but in that moment it's like everything that has ever been wrong during my recovery is is there you know and i've just been wow this was maybe like three weeks ago and Mm -hmm. i'm just kind of like reacting to it now this is great this is awesome (laughs) like i said guys live epiphany and processing (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, it's 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 rough because like I never felt like I was a clumsy person, you know, mm-hmm. um, when I had a pinched nerve in my lower back back in the day, I would like stumble a little bit because like, you know, it was a cross pinched nerve and mm-hmm. it would make my my right foot numb because of the pinched nerve. And I was like, oh, why did I trip? And almost, oh, yeah, I have the pinched nerve. That was, that was fine. But like now there's a great reason why I have this thing in my hand and mm-hmm. I can't, you know it doesn't make it feel better. It makes me almost feel worse where it's like, Oh yeah, yeah, you have this fucking stroke. Is this, is it going to, this is just, just life now. Is this going to define the rest of my life? Am I always going to be clumsy? Am I always going to forget things? Am I fuck? Just goes. I didn't mean, I didn't mean for you to have like an existential spiral. No, (laughs) No, it's weird because it it starts there and then it just Mm -hmm. grows bigger and bigger, bigger where it's like, am I ever going to be able to process normally? Well, I would say you're, processing normally I'd well, no, say that. Like, even in a conversation right mm-hmm. so like let's say you and i we're having a, we're talking right now right mm-hmm. if you say something either too fast or if it's too descriptive or if it's not like it, it's hard to explain i can't even explain it myself i have a hard time retaining the information yeah it's too much it's like information overload right yeah and i and i have a hard time making it all make sense and it seems like the most simple things it mm-hmm. seems so simple where it's just like Oh, well, you just said like two things. And it's like, yeah, but it was, it went right when I was like, we're going forward. It's just like, it's this real mind fuck where it doesn't make any sense to me. And it just makes me feel like an idiot. And it makes me feel like I'm broken. And it makes me feel like this is never going to end. And it all well, starts with body dysmorphia. <laughs> well, remember, it also has to remember Pokemon evolutions, guys. What yeah. evolution form are we in? You're not an Oddish, okay? No, I'm, a I'm a vile plume. I'm a, I'm oh, a, are I'm you a, vile plume now? I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying desperately to be a vile plume. You know, I'm tired of being gloom. I don't want to be gloom. gloom I don't gloom, want to be gloom. that anymore. Gloom, <laughs> I want to gloom, be, gloom. <laughs> I want to be something bigger Oddish. and badder. You don't want to be Oddish? I could be Bell Awesome. Like, I like Bell Awesome, you know? You need yeah, an extra you like special it. thing. It's awesome. Like, yeah, yeah, see, it makes sense. And also, I like the little tree skirt she has. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it turns into like this, this, you're right, this death spiral of it started out with this little thing but everything it's like the marvel cinematic universe it's all connected it, it yeah. all is and then it's cr- it's i say cra- i say the word crazy i don't mean like crazy it's just like it's wild yes let's go it, it's wild it's a better better word you know because words are powerful right it, it's mm-hmm. wild that this little thing can turn into this big giant thing you know and i don't think anybody really understands how it all works to be honest 
I don't understand how it all works. Like I'm still trying to like figure it out, you know, and it's been going, I'm going on five years now and mm-hmm. I still have no idea <laughs> from day like, to day how I'm going to be, you know, like I, well, think about it. Like your scar is a symbol, right? It right. is a small symbol. It's like Harry Potter. Right. And the scar represents everything that he survived. Right. Right. Literally. And he becomes a symbol of resistance. Well, you're our boy who lived. Right. You are resistance. Oh, don't cry even more. I'm sorry. You are resistance. It is a symbol for what you have survived. And keep going, guys. I made him cry. I'm sorry. I will talk now. Go ahead. Have a moment, Joe. I (laughs) love you. It's it's okay. That's just that was that was was really nice. Oh, we'll tattoo it into an end. So it's neuro nerd. Okay. Instead of Harry (laughs) Potter, scar, lightning bolt. So I'll talk, guys. Um. I was actually the one who um, suggested this topic um, because I realized like we haven't really had a mental health episode in a while. And I know for me, um, Joe was surprised when I mentioned that, yes, I've also had body dysmorphia and body dysmorphic episodes. Um, And, you know, to an extent, I think a lot of it, it to day to day, a lot of us have body image issues in general because of the way we live our lives constantly online through media and photos. Yeah. And we are inundated with filters. I actually was just playing with I, I normally don't post with filters, but I was bored. So I was playing with filter. But, um, you know, filters, photoshopping and um, all this stuff really does promote. Um, an unrealistic expectation, especially on young people, um, you know, like young kids who are forming their the rules of their world and reality and they're growing in, their, in the stages of growth. But it's also that inundation also affects us as g- human beings, as adults or whatnot. Um, and I know for me, um, p- case of point or case of order, order of case point something words idiom i don't know the idiom um (laughs) that goes with this but um body image and body dysmorphia is actually was the impetus for me to go to therapy um i didn't realize i was depressed this was 10 years ago uh when i was 22 and so um guys someone thought i was 24 today and it was really cute and he was hitting on me and i'm like oh honey no i'm really old um but anyways, but yeah, I had, I went to therapy because I said it was body image issues and self-confidence and within, oh, let's call it 20 minutes. My soon to be therapist quickly figured out it had nothing to do with body image at the time. That was a symptom of my depression, mm-hmm. which is also hand in hand. You can have depression that will then affect body image mm-hmm. and or body dysmorphic disorder will lead into depression, which is like, yay, it's all connected. Right? Yeah, 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 the MCU, um, the MCU of mental health. It is, oh my God, that should be a thing. We are the cinematic universe, the mental health cinematic universe. MHCU. Uh, we did, we coined it, copyrighted. You heard it here. Yeah. Um, don't steal, right? <laughs> um, but currently, right now, I'm actually, I realized I was having some recently within the past couple of weeks because post COVID and, um, still I'm not post grieving, but still during grieving. Um, so during COVID I lost weight. I didn't lose a lot of weight, but I lost a lot of weight because I didn't, I was just laying in bed and sleeping and doing nothing. So I lost a lot of muscle mass. And then when everything was happening with my grandfather, um, in the hospital, you know, I was, my appetite was returning. So I was starting to eat more. I still wasn't exercising cause I didn't have the energy. And then I was grieving. And so I was com- using comfort food. So I gained back 
in numbers, like eight pounds, which isn't a lot because I had lost like six, but I gained back not muscle. And it, I can notice it physically when I train um, because I'm lifting my ass up 15 feet in the air. So even like two pounds difference, I can feel. So when I like bloat, I feel that weight when I try to go upside down. Um, but like I started noticing like I was getting very self-conscious because of the nature of the work I do, guys. I am constantly with my stomach displayed, which is again, every I, I don't think I've met one person who doesn't have an insecurity around their stomach. Um, you know, uh, my arms are always out. Um, as Joe says, I rarely wear pants, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I'm in, I, you know, I am on social media. I am teaching that way. I also have some celebrity clients and they do post me. So hundreds of thousands of people do see me across the world, which is kind of overwhelming in, in itself. And they're seeing me again in little shorts and a bra. And, and there's also that added pressure of like, my client's a celebrity and her trainer is like, in my mind, fat you know and (laughs) but again so I started noticing I was getting really uncomfortable like teaching in front of mirrors and that's what I do right uh and so I would like not look at myself while I was teaching or um I would be adjusting my shorts and my pants um a lot um but what I've noticed is in because everyone because and again, this is where Joe's saying like where people say, no, you look fine. So, you know, you happen to mention you're like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling uncomfortable today. Oh, you look great. Or I mentioned that I've gained weight and I'm trying to work it off right now. And the same thing. But you look amazing. Oh, you carry it well. I do know I carry it well, um, because even at my absolute heaviest, uh, which was about 13 pounds heavier than I am at this moment, mm-hmm. um, I still had like an itty bitty waist. I carry it. So luckily I have an itty bitty waist and I carry the weight out. Um, But like the thing that's hard right now is I'm the heaviest I've ever, that I've been in 10 years. And that was when I went to therapy. Um, So that's also playing with my head as well is like, this is the heaviest you've been in a decade. And of course my birthday is this week. So then I'm like, oh my God, you know, I was in the best shape of my life last year. And then during my birthday and now I'm like, oh, no, I gained weight. And uh." so it's all this great mind fuck, you know? If you want to join the change the face of stroke campaign and be part of the movement, send your black and white photo to hello at the neuronerds.com. We're going to be releasing videos daily as part of this campaign. So if you're a stroke survivor under the age of 50 and would like to be included in our change the face of stroke videos, please submit your black and white photo, ideally on a white background to hello at the neuronerds.com. Strokes can happen to anyone, anywhere from any ethnic background and age. By spreading more awareness of this, we hope to educate and help prevent strokes in the future. Join our campaign, Change the Face of Stroke. It really is. That's a lot. Yeah. And like, I can't, I have to be very careful what I say because my students are watching and listening to what I say. And, you know, if I'm being disparaging of myself in front of them, like that's hard. Um, I have to be um, mindful uh, that's all, that's even more pressure, not just the yeah. stuff that you have to deal with, but you're also in your head. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the reality is like, it's actually a reality. You're responsible for your students. Like your students, mm-hmm. they, they don't just look up to you. They like, look up to you. You mm-hmm. know, like you're, you're like the mama hen, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Mama hen? Is that a thing? Mama bear. Mama, mama bear. bear? Like a mama or a bear. lion. I tend to be a lion actually. <laughs> well, with that but... hair, you're definitely a lioness, you know? So it's a lot of pressure, not just for you, but you have these 
this group of women who mm-hmm. are like invested in you and you want to be able to make sure that you take care of them. This is just a lot. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've never, I'm not, I'm in, in the terms of our society, it's skinny and I will never be there. And I don't want to be that thin because that's not um, my style, but um, it is a pressure. And then, you know, having social media, it sucks, you know, yeah. and then you're like looking at everything and then you're overanalyzing and I still refuse to do filters. And even when I do photo shoots, I don't use intensive Photoshop. All I let my photographer at the time I use one or two photographers. All they do is color correction. They don't really do any sort of like actual Photoshopping um, of me, I guess I would say. Um, but yeah, like one of my photographers is literally like, oh, your makeup sucked when you did your photos. And I was like, thanks. And he's like, yeah, enjoy he won't fix my, he won't fix my makeup. And I respect him for that, well, but I'm, it's just, but it's funny. He'll just be like, wow, your makeup sucked. And I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> and now the, your makeup artist right, is right? like, God, I got to step up my game. Oh, that's me. Uh, I do my most of my own makeup, but, um, but yeah, like it, and what I, you know, as a, it kind of sucks. I'm like, yeah, as a woman, I have an issue with like the nice size. Right. Um, that's a, part that's of it the is reality. Be- it does suck, but that's the reality of the world we live in. Well, yes. And then again, because of my profession, it's fitness profession. So like there's that extra added, like I need to be in good physical health and I need to be in good physical shape in order to be like, you know, like to be able to, you know, walk my walk and talk my talk. Um, But it's very it's on that same vein. It's very difficult. There's men who suffer from it as well, um, because in our society, at least here, Western society, um, our view of men is they need to be ripped 24 seven, all buffed out. Very, I love my Chris Evans, but very Captain America, very bodybuilder, the rock, like this kind of like build, which is very unachievable um, to begin with. And then on top of that, it is not, it is extremely not sustainable. Right. And so that creates an unhealthy desire or body dysmorphia in men as well so it's not just so a lot of people think it's just women who suffer from it um but it's not it's men as well because they have that standard and expectation to meet which is near impossible you got to remember guys people that can get to those body types and like naturally and easily is like the extreme genetic minority Yes, I think I saw somewhere it was like 3% of the entire population of the world is genetically predisposed to that. And it's also, you're looking at these guys like Captain America. He didn't get that overnight. You know, he has personal trainers. Mm -hmm. He has personal chefs. Mm -hmm. And there's sacrifices that go with it. So much. That's why it's not not sustainable. No, no, not not at all. You know, well, Um, and if you see bodybuilders, because again, my clients and my friends are, are, they do that as well. When you see them guys in these photo shoots and these competitions, these are when they're actually at their weakest. They've had no water for days. They yes. haven't eaten. Um, they're extremely tan. Honestly, I think to the point of like blackface on a lot of them, like it's intense how like much it's, tan. It's very the tanning snooky Jersey out, Shore. It's even past snooky y'all. Um, you know, so this ideal that we think of as strength and health is actually when these people are at their absolute weakest and a lot of them pass out backstage, you know, mm. well, that, that sounds miserable. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm, I'm just going to uh, smoke a joint, eat some ice cream. No, <laughs> no. Well, well yes. In moderation. No, 
You know, now, now let, me, let me ask you a question. So you had body dysmorphia early on, like mm-hmm. years ago, which I am so proud of you for going to therapy for that. That's, that's a big deal. Um, did it get better or worse or act up again after your brain injury? Mm, I don't think it was as big of a factor for me. Um, one, because I didn't actually have, again, because it was an invisible thing. Um, I didn't have a bump. I didn't have a scar, um, even right after. And it was all internal. And sometimes I think that's worse because, and we, as we've talked about it, cause we have nothing to like point at. It's not like our br- arm is broken and be like, Oh, this is why it's so hard right, right. now. You know? Right. Um, I think maybe in that sense that, um, for our stroke neuro nerds and you included, there is almost like a physical horcrux symbol like, you know, it's it's there and yeah. we can point to that as like the symbol of everything that's going on. Right. Um, I don't think it was I don't think I had luckily, I guess I can say is I don't think I had that. Um, I think it's for me right now. The reason it's hitting is because I'm seeing physical changes, um, but also I'm very in a very vulnerable position in basically recovering from plague um, and yeah. trauma and grieving. So like it's yeah. this. You know, like I like I said, trifecta of a bunch of shit. Jesus. Yeah, like I'm not lying, guys. This has probably been the hard. Even I think this 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 is what five months. These five months have been a harder, the hardest time in my life. It's been more difficult than my brain injury. Wow, wow, that that speaks volumes. So let me ask you a question. What like uh, I'm very happy. I'm miserable that this is happening to you. You know, Mm -hmm. but I'm really really happy that you've acknowledged it and you've Mm -hmm. noticed it because sometimes it's hard to even notice it. Because you're just, this is just what this is right now. And these mental issues, they're so sneaky and smart and strong, you know, like they'll, they'll, they'll hide and they'll just. They're insidious. They really, they really are, you know, um, what, what are you doing or what's your next step to kind of like get past this? Is, is it therapy? Is it self work? Is it Mm -hmm. like, what's your game plan? So guys, so I wanted to read from the hop the Hopkins, Hopkins, um, website article. I think we're going to have a link for it, guys, if you guys um, want to go look at it. So one of the things it says is, what can I do to prevent it? And is they say here is to is to prevent from it from becoming a serious problem is to catch it early. Mm-hmm. It tends to get worse with age. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> you know, um, one it, thing mental they, health. Right. Um, I guess one thing it says here is plastic surgery to correct a body flaw rarely helps. Um, That actually reminds me there was, I guess I didn't think about that until right now. Um, Another long-term version of this that I had growing up um, was um, I've, I've suffered from eczema since I was little. It's from food and like food induced allergies. One of my symptoms is eczema and growing up, it was really bad. I had extreme, like I had, I've even to this day, like sometimes, no, nah, it doesn't bug me anymore, honestly, but I used to, I have, my whole legs are scarred. My, I have scars up and down my legs. Um, and my skin texture, it will never be smooth. It's kind of like it. It's almost like kind of a little, <laughs> little reptile-y, a little crocodile-y. Um, again, that could also be me exaggerating, but I do have scars. I will never have smooth or even skin um, on my legs, but it used to bother me so much growing up that from uh, basically like third grade to college, I never wore shorts or skirt or a dress in public. I wore pants every single day to school and out in public. So sad. Um, and 
And it was so bad on my skin, guys, that um, I actually, I think when I was 15 or 16, asked my mother to look into to see if skin grafting was covered by our insurance to have my entire, both of my legs skin grafted. Wow, that just seems miserable. You know, it look, kind of it, is. as a kid, comfort is, you know, you don't want to be, you know, uncomfortable. Like you, you just don't. Also, it's not just the physical discomfort of wearing pants, it's the mental discomfort of that everyone's looking at wear you. pants because people mm-hmm. are going to be staring at this that's that makes me that just makes me so sad you know well like i'm looking at my my skin right now and yeah mm-hmm. i have bumps everywhere and discoloration everywhere but y'all honestly what helped was uh when i became a dancer and especially pole dance that's when i really got comfortable because i had to have my skin out and i quickly Stop giving a shit because I was like, I am fucking hot. No one is looking at my skin. So you know what? I can verify that 100 (laughs) percent. Now, do you think now this is like a weird, you know, Mm -hmm. do you think you went like towards pole dancing and belly dancing and all this like incredibly sexy shit that you do because of the way you were feeling early on with the body dysmorphia? No, no, that that has less to do with body dysmorphia and more like rebellion against patriarchal culture (laughs) and like being repressed like that kind of stuff yeah no that's a different conversation guys today's show is brought to you by audible audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership just go to audibletrial.com slash the neuro nerds and browse the massive selection of audio programs download a title free and start listening it's that easy go to audibletrial.com slash the neuro nerds Because that that um, that it, it like in my head like I'm mm-hmm. like okay so you have body dysmorphia and you have this thing and you have this you you know like you used to wear pants all the time because like your skin texture now I I've said this a million times and I mean it I can pick your ass out of a <laughs> like a lineup faster than your face because I see your ass more often so That's, you wear you're little, not the first person to say that <laughs> you wear very little clothing so there's like not much left to the imagination everything everything is out we see we see all your skin. You know what I mean? So yeah, and, and now that, I don't care. That so it doesn't mess with you anymore. No, of course, obviously it's it's creeping up a little bit now, but like it just doesn't mess with you. You're just like this well, is what this is. Even even like right now, it's not the skin that's mm-hmm. bothering me. The skin doesn't bother me anymore. Okay. My skin Good. texture, I've accepted it. I don't care. I'm like whatever. It's never going right. to be smooth. It's fine. Um, but uh, in terms of managing body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. is one having like I'm lucky that. I had a really good therapist that helped me create tools that I then use when I can recognize, like, I'm like, okay, this isn't real, right? Like, in my mind, I am I see myself, sometimes when I look in the mirror as, like, huge, like a blob and, like, all this. But I'm like, okay, that's not real. So right. I can have a moment and acknowledge that's not real. And that what I see in a mirror, what I see on a video, what I see as a photo does not necessarily re- reflect what I see in real life. And so... 100%. Yeah, so I'm just trying to manage it because I know part of it's just the ugliness of all the emotions I have going on. Oh yeah, um, right now. Um, but yeah, so I'm not doing anything extreme. I'm not doing extreme dieting. I'm not doing extreme Good. exercise. Honestly, I am lazy. Um, so uh, <laughs> you're recovering from COVID for fuck's sake, Lauren. Shit, I know. But you I know? do. I am adding a little cardio into my Good. life. Good. Uh, so I have my uh, bike literally right here in front of me that I look, try to look, do a little do, bit a day. Do those things 
for health. Don't do them for visuals. You know what I mean? Like if you anybody who's like, you know what, I'm going to go on a diet. And it's like, why are you like if you're doing it? Because like, I don't want to die. Yeah, yeah, do that. Make sure that you get like in a good place. But if it's like, I just feel fat and I want to look good in a bikini or I want to well, like it's like, well, you know, you, well, I want to look good in a bikini because that's my daily uniform. So, you know, <laughs> I got to look at it, too. But a no, bikini, um, a bikini. That's that's too much clothing for what you normally wear, Lauren. <laughs> well, and, and so, guys, just you know you have to find your tools you can go online go to reputable websites and find suggestions but like the biggest things they say is like treatments involved counseling um because it's uh you know there's discomfort and anxiety and depression and you don't want it to get to that extreme so think about it as like um trying not to let the pendulum tip or the balance tip um especially if you're dealing with other things this might be one more weight added so if you're if you haven't there's no shame in the game guys there is no shame in the game with mental illness um i I think the funniest meme i saw recently was um for at least for gener for like millennials and i think generation x it was something like so you're telling us that all of our parents have undiagnosed mental disorders and we just have to deal with it (laughs) <laughs> that's a, that seems about right you you know mm-hmm. what we're doing though in having even these conversations we're normalizing this and that's Absolutely. something that needs to happen like it really does these things used to be taboos it used to be mm-hmm. well you don't talk about mental health mm-hmm. you don't want people to think that you're crazy mm-hmm. no no i don't honestly first off i don't really give a shit what people think like i don't, I don't really care it's not affecting me mm-hmm. like it's i think whatever you want i know who i am I know what I'm about and my people know the exact same, you know, and if you're mm-hmm. going to think, oh, well, you know, you're, you're whatever that is, that's, I, I don't care. I'm, I wouldn't take advice from you. So I don't really give a shit what you think <laughs> <laughs> about me. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really proud of you for like, you know, stepping up and being like, yeah, this is what I'm going through and normalizing this. Cause I think people out there kind of need to hear that. Well, and like Joe was shocked that when he asked if I'd ever experienced, I was, and my immediate answer was yes. And he shocked. was like shocked shocked like really and and i say that because you're a fucking superhero lauren like you you carry yourself not just like you can tell somebody who's like not confident and is really working hard to be confident right you can tell somebody who walks in a room is like i'm gonna try to command this room as opposed to somebody who walks in the room you're like holy shit that person is commanding this room right you have that it's not the I'm trying really hard to be badass. I'm trying really hard to be amazing. That's just what you are. So when you said that, I was like, wait, wait, what? Really? That's the, yeah. Holy God, I'm so scared right now. She's going to stab me. <laughs> so it, it, it was, it was really, it was not off putting in a bad way. It was just strange as you you guys missed that. That was amazing for me. It, it's not off putting like in a bad way. It's just not something that I ever imagined or thought for you, you know, mm-hmm. and and I also get the the body issues that people would have. Lauren, you're shaped like a woman. Oh, you're thank shaped you. like a woman should be shaped, right? I don't think cracked out skinny is attractive. I, I I don't. I think a woman should be shaped like a woman. I really really do. And I'm a big fan of soft bodies. I gotta say, Lauren, you do not have a soft body. You're made of <laughs> fucking titanium. You're made of adamantium. You are made of vibranium. You are. I'll take it. I've, I've said it. Like, I am the, Wolverine, guys. Wolverine. The, the density of a Godiva chocolate cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory. 
like you were just like dense like uh, uh, the density of a dying star you know what i mean like you're just like immovable um you, that's why i'm like yeah even just walking in a room wearing something that can fit in my pocket you like <laughs> own the room that's why i never thought in my head oh yeah she has an issue with her body see guys it can happen to anyone any anyone anyone i think it's it's i think it's amazing laura i do <laughs> i do also um I think it's a it's I, I work on it myself. Separating feelings from the reality. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm feeling cool. Those are feelings. Those aren't that's not the reality. It could be, it might be, but if you're just feeling it, it might not be true. Just because you're feeling something doesn't mean it's true. The fact that I looked in a mirror and I thought I looked like the pink orc, that wasn't mm-hmm. the reality. The reality exactly. is I have a very small scar. You know, Lauren felt reality a is you're a regular orc. I'm just regular asshole, you know. Like I, I I'm, I'm. Uh, <laughs> You're Schmeagle. <laughs> oh, I have Schmeagle. Hey, I got big. I'm bald, right? I have exactly. weird hair. You're I'm Gollum. Creepy. I'm totally mm-hmm. Gollum. <laughs> Split personality. Um, but yeah, I think that's a big. It's, it's a big deal to really focus in on if you're feeling a certain way. Is this? Am I just feeling this? Like, is there something to this, or am I just in my feels? Is it just a feeling? Is a reality. So I think that's where you have to find a trusted friend or family member or a therapist, preferably to help you to figure out, hey, am I am I fat? Am I feel I feel fat? Am I like, fit? you know, a, a good friend, a therapist will say you're not fat, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe you've gained a few pounds. You're not fat. There's a big difference in I am fat and I gained a few pounds. Huge difference, sure. right? Huge difference in I am morbidly obese and I could use a few pounds, right? There's a huge difference. So I think we have to really focus in on sometimes. Is it a feeling or is it the reality? You know, and the the, the reality for me is my scar is tiny. I know that mm-hmm. now, but some days I, I'm the pink orc and I just look like I'm deformed and everything in my life is on fire. <laughs> that's it's not true, but that's what we fight with mentally sometimes. Same thing with you, Lauren. You know, like, look, you are amazing. You you can't do the things that you do and wear the things that you wear and not be amazing. You know what I mean? And I'm sure if I looked at your DMs, I am not the only one to say this. <laughs> true. I might be the only one to say this that isn't trying to enter you. So <laughs> okay. Let, oh. That goes for the women too. I'm just saying. Oh God. Just oh God, saying, guys. Lauren. You're, I'm you're, calling. I'm calling your the episode, moves, guys. No, no bounds. I'm, I'm calling the episode, guys. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for so, joining us, guys. So I, I think you know this has been um, a, a really cool topic to talk about, specifically on you know Mental Health Awareness Month, because this and is and we'll like talk a, more about it too, guys. For sure, for sure. And bottom line, you know, do a little bit of uh, um, uh, what internal uh, uh, searching. Figure out like what's going on with you. Talk Mm -hmm. to a friend, preferably talk to a therapist. You know, you don't have to go through the things you're going through. If you're stressed out, if you're upset, if you don't like yourself, even visually, like, like physically, whatever it is, seek help. You know, we Mm -hmm. should not like ourselves. We should really like ourselves because we're with us all the time. (laughs) We, we really should like each other, like Mm -hmm. ourselves, you know, and the more we like ourselves, the more, you know, I, I feel like I'm going to get stabbed in the face. I'm going to send, I'm going to post a picture and you guys are going to understand why I'm so afraid of Lauren right now. But you know, th- there's no reason to be in pain mentally. There's not, you know, you are all beautiful, amazing people. 
all of you, you know, and as bad as you think, oh my God, as bad as you think, whatever that is, is it's not that bad. It's not. Oh my God. Don't do that. <laughs> put the thing up to her eye. That's so crazy. Why are you, are you an Android? Do you bleed white? <laughs> like, <laughs> like Bishop from alien. Oh God. Oh, God. Oh, please don't do the, the hand knife thing. Don't do that. Cause that's going to freak oh, me out. Oh, I know how to play yeah, that. I know. I know. Don't do that. No, Lauren. <laughs> Shit. Go ahead, finish so, up the episode. I'm so nervous. So if you guys have seen Alien, when they put the hand. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry. That was so real. That was so. You know what this episode is? This is just an episode of real reactions. It's crazy how fast she's going and how uncomfortable I am. This is not a feeling. This is a reality. <laughs> I'm so scared. So, Lauren. I learned I, how to I, play this game when I was 10. Oh well, yeah, the game of murder. <laughs> I, I, re- I really appreciate you being so vulnerable and 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 sharing and you this. You too. A great time. Yeah, fuck. I'm tired of crying. Sorry. <laughs> you know, crying is I like feeling. to be a big strong man. But the reality is, Lauren is my superhero. I'm constantly the damsel in distress. So I, I'm very proud of her. And for all you guys out there, it, you know, I'm proud of you too. Because even if you can take a step back and say, hey. I yeah, I go through this. Hey, we're here to help the neuro nerds. We're always here to help. So reach out to us. How do you do that? You can reach out to Lauren at Lauren Almanzano on Instagram. You can reach out to me at Joso Rocks on all the socials. Reach out to us, the neuro nerds everywhere. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, and on that, I'm really sure at some point Lauren will stab me with <laughs> something odd <laughs> note. <laughs> <laughs> this this neuro this scared neuro nerd and that amazing woman vulnerable incredible superstar superhero with, uh you uh, too you too an eyebrow did you, you just too. do like a, a unibrow with a knife that was very strange very strange very and that weird note these neuro nerds are out <laughs> that, that was that was nice. That was a really good conversation to have, Lauren. That was yeah. really, I appreciate you for being so vulnerable. Seriously. Oh, you too. Good. You you had like a breakdown crying on on air. It was live. Neuro nerds. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.